Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. This organization, do you know what it's called? Its name is Spectre. Look around you, James. Everything you believed in. A ruin. Why did you come? I came here to kill you. You came here to die. Well, it's all a matter of perspective. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. John Marson. And Marcus Hurley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. So, I went to see Spectre last night, the latest Bond movie. And before I get into the actual uh, movie itself, I just wanted to sort of share my brilliant experience I had at the Odeon in Chelmsford. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, What what happened, Rob? (laughs) To start off with... um, the pricing for tickets was um, the same as it would cost to watch a 3D movie. Um, Spectre is not a 3D movie. It's just a Bond movie. But I feel like there was a certain amount of land to be grabbed uh, within the whole hype of it and stuff. So they, I definitely feel like they were uh, taking advantage of the uh, the enormity of it being a new Bond movie. So... That's first of all. So I still don't understand that at all. And then, um, and so, so yeah. I mean, basically, uh, a lot of my friends who uh, were arra- were going to see Bond kind of have made their own arrangements to go. I kind of felt like uh, duty bound to check it out as soon as I could, and also because I wanted to sort of share uh, and and deliver my thoughts on the film in a timely way. Um, so I went by myself, and I, and it was just basically because uh, you know I go to the gym. And there's a cinema right by it, and I just thought if there's any space on the first night, I will I will go in and I will and I will just go and watch it. So uh, basically, um, there was, and I and I booked myself in, and um, I went to the 820 performance, sat down with a uh, cup of coffee in one hand and a ham and cheese toasty in the other, and all of a sudden the the film was about to start. I was like, oh, this is a bit early. Um, and then the title card came up, and it was for Paranormal Activity. Mm, so, um, yeah. 
uh, I was like, oh, is this some kind of weird stunt trailer type thing? And uh, no, it was actually the film. They were starting it. Um, and then all of a sudden, the film stopped, the lights came on, and they said, oh, sorry, we've got, to, <laughs> we've uh, sort of fucked up a bit here, and uh, we put the wrong movie on. Uh, but now we have to get, we have to sort of uh, contact our server and and reallocate the movie. It's, it's, it's buffering, it's buffering, guys. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> I think so. And they said, oh yeah, but, but it's going to take like the film's not going to start now until nine fifteen. Wow. At nine thirty, the film finally started. Um, however, because the aspect ratio for a Bond movie is wider than what it was for Paranormal Activity. The curtains on either side of the screen are still like narrowed in like this. So I'm watching oh amazing looking Mexico City opening scene with fucking curtains either side. Did nobody get up and say, Oi, fuckwits, sort it out? Well, I, I was I was close I, I was basically like, right, okay, the the <laughs> the longest I'm gonna tolerate this for is the the opening kind of prologue section and as, as soon as it goes into the uh, archetypal credit scene, I will be leaving my seat to shout at somebody. Yeah. Um, but luckily, uh, about sort of halfway into it, uh, I did completely notice the curtains disappear. Into the opening scene? In, uh, it was into the, in into the, the pre-roll, pre-credit stuff. It was, it was before the credits, okay, so we, yeah. got, we got the big sort of yeah. explosive, well, one of the, the final big sort of... Uh, scene action sequence got to see it in all its glory but yeah really wasn't impressed especially after paying like full whack for it and uh can i could i possibly just offer some consoling words by saying i don't know why you were charged for a 3d film because surely all the characters in bond are spectacularly (laughs) two-dimensional good luck with the rest of your review (laughs) well I i i wouldn't say that uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, I know how the whole Bond formula is. It's and and to be honest, right? Because I'll, I'll get into the film itself, but um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, and I know I don't want to go on too long because you guys haven't seen it. But uh, essentially, what Skyfall did, and what I thought was really good about it, was that it kind of uh, it, it it was like a tribute to a lot of the sort of pillars of Bond, while at the same time, sort of rebooting it again for like it kind of went full circle and uh sort of set it all up again for like a a return to the to the basic formula uh you know male m uh and um just the format of it um and so this movie uh and the reason i think sam mendes and well daniel crave Daniel Craig, I believe, is, was contracted anyway. But Sam Mendes came back after saying he would only he wouldn't do another Bond movie. He came back to this one to uh, to basically sort of shepherd that in. Uh, and and yeah, what this what this movie is is uh, essentially an old school Bond movie in the most traditional sense. Um, you've got the the fast cars. You've got gadgets again, um, which now are like total sci-fi you know almost but not as ridiculous as like cloaking cars and shit that there's been before <laughs> but uh like is there's any submarine cars there's not but there's oh. there is an awesome car and they <laughs> and the, the what's brilliant actually they use a car scene as like exposition where they're like sort of uh there's like a sort of dialogue going on with money penny 
with Bond in the car, driving around, uh, being chased by uh, our matey who was in Guardians of the Galaxy, the wrestler dude. What's his name? God damn it, I should have to be up by... Dave, Dave Batista, Batista, that's it. Thank you very much. Um, uh, our mate who Dave. Who is basically... <laughs> Sorry? Our mate Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he's essentially playing uh, an arch- archetypal sort of Jaws slash odd job kind of doesn't say a word. Uh, I think he says oh, one. I think he says one word in it, um, and it's very well timed. Mm. Um, there's a lot of humour in this movie. Uh, more laugh out loud gags. Uh, there's a kind of C bomb reference going throughout it, um, <laughs> which is just hilarious and got lots of titters and stuff from the crowd. Um, it was a good movie to watch with a crowd. It was a packed cinema. Um, we got free popcorn actually as. Uh, by way of an apology for the shit show at the start. but um, oh, So then you got to listen to everyone crunching fucking popcorn while you're trying to watch the film as well. <laughs> Thankfully, they were only tiny little boxes, so they were all gone by the time the credits finished, I think. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it, it's definitely not uh, the best cinema experience I've ever had by a long way, but uh, it was a very enjoyable Bond movie and not not quite the, the kind of out-and-out sort of success that uh skyfall was i don't think but uh definitely no quantum of solace and they actually uh managed to kind of they do try to sort of retcon a bit more credibility into quantum of solace by sort of referencing like some of the events from that i think there's a couple of characters that show up from that and uh and and obviously the um i'm not gonna sort of spoil anything at the end but like I said, this is the most traditional Bond, and if there was one part of the piece missing, uh, it's <laughs> it's it's in this. Well, wow, so. that's spoiled. That's absolutely spoiled. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, I don't know what 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 am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, but it's called Spectre. <laughs> right. So Blofeld's in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely no. not. And there are no big white cats either. No, absolutely no <laughs> white cats whatsoever. Honest, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Craig was saying he'd rather slit his wrists than do another Bond film yeah. at this point. That's quite right. I, I think was going to mention that. I think he's. Um, he might have changed his mind slightly on that, but I think it was because it was so close <clears throat> after filming. Um, he was basically he, he was saying the schedule was fucking terrible. I've not seen my family in so long. He goes, my body, my body's broken. I've given everything I can, and then they interviewed him. I'm 55 years old, goddammit. Yeah, and they interviewed him. <laughs> Do you him, think that's? And, they, and he basically yeah. just said, "Yeah, I'd, I'd rather slash my wrists." And then they said, "Well, if you're not going to do it anymore, who, who, who should take over the mantle?" And he goes, "I don't care. I don't give a fuck as long as they're not shit. You can't be Bond and be shit." <laughs> Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently that- people have said he's too straight. I don't mm. understand what that means. <laughs> I'm not, are they confusing Idris Elba with um, Goldie or something? Is it Britain First that said that? Uh, I, don't know. I think it was, uh, what's his name? Let me see. Oh, Mr. N. Farage. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. No, I don't know. No, I've, I get the impression he might have been having a bit of a bad day that time. Yeah, um, I think these so. press junkets can be quite grueling, uh, from what I understand, and uh, they. You know, they can have days where they're just answered. They have to answer the same question. I can imagine Bond being particularly 
yeah. grinding, uh, having to talk to every single outlet in, on the planet. Mm. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, he's Bond. What's he got to complain about? Well, he's, um, he's, yeah, he's actually said now that it's changed his life completely. You know, it's one of the best things he's ever done. He's, I think he's had time to think about it rather than, you know, it's kind of like if you don't like roller coasters and you go on Orton Towers and someone interviews you straight after, like if someone interviewed me after yeah, my first yeah, time yeah. on Oblivion, I'd be like, never do that again. Just, just yeah, fucking rubbish. shoot me in the head. Rubbish. Just made me feel sick. It's Why would rubbish. you do that? You know, yeah. two hours later, I was back on it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's other people in the in the frame. Damien Lewis, they were saying about, mm. although he's already he's a bit his... old for the role. Yeah. So. He was dubbed the Ginge yeah. Bond, wasn't he? <laughs> Ginger Bond. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's not a bad movie at all. Uh, yeah. No, not not quite as good as Skyfall. But uh, how, how does it compare with Mission Impossible? Because I imagine yeah, they'll be very similar sort of styles. You know. Um, well, insanity and everything else and a really convoluted it, plot <laughs> it does have that kind of um it has a very similar plot to be quite honest <laughs> and uh i don't want to spoil it um and also there's an element of oh cut scene followed by action sequence you know it's exposition time please mm. adjust your seats and go and get your popcorn yeah, but they but they do sort of combine them quite well. Like I said, there's like a car chase where they're sort of, it's like the car chase is, it's like you're seeing something really amazing on screen while you're also getting plot at the same time. Mm. And I thought that was quite cool. <laughs> uh, when you say <laughs> plot, do you mean as in like plot plot or? But, well, just kind of, yeah. I, it, doesn't, it, I, doesn't that suggest the plot is so shit that the only way you can give it to people is by giving them an exciting car chase at the same time? Yeah, but people <laughs> said that about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> would you missed all the car chases in Game of Thrones? No, what? but they 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 it's sort of like chase. insert whorehouse, you know, with with all, oh, the, the, all the main ex, yeah. Oh yeah, That's yeah. A I know. Like, <laughs> and wheelies everywhere when they're doing a bit of boring story. <laughs> oh yeah, I will say there's there's one bit yeah. of sex position in Bond, um, and it involves Monica Belushi, who, you know, still looks cracking for for her age. But she's barely in it. Like so do you, mate. Now. So do you. <laughs> she's she's barely in it. She's uh she's in it for like five minutes tops. Huh? So yeah. uh yeah. Tops um, or tops off. <laughs> well, all off actually, but uh yeah, Leah Sadu gets a lot Hopefully more screen lit. time. She's the main Bond girl in it. Cool. Uh but yeah. Yeah, that's uh Spectre. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. Please email us your thoughts on the show at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com You can tweet or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod you can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya!